Welcome to Brand Chats. I'm Darby, a brand strategist and content marketer, passionate about turning great businesses into irresistible brands. Each week, I focus on a different element of what makes a standout brand, chatting to industry experts and small business owners who've built a brand that they love and one that their audience loves too. Let's get into today's chat. Today, I'd like to welcome Cass Ponton to Brand Chat. Cass is a podcast launch and management whiz. She helps fabulous businesswomen get their voices heard, get their time back, and gain incredible aligned clients by launching and managing their podcasts. How cool is that? So I worked with Cass for my launch strategy session and gained so much from our hour together, so much so that I have brought her onto the podcast to share her wisdom with everyone else who is potentially thinking about amplifying their brand through podcasting. So welcome, Cass. Thank you. So firstly, do you want to tell me about your brand story? So when and why you started your business and how it's all evolved since it all began? Yeah. So I always knew I would work for myself, uh, just didn't know what in what capacity. And I started doing some subcontracting work when I was made redundant from my role uh, when COVID hit. So I was doing that and one of the tasks I was doing was podcast editing. So I started doing the editing and audiograms and show notes and all of those things and I was found it so easy and I loved it straight away. So I was like, hmm, let me look into this and see if I can do this as a full, you know, full-time gig and, and kind of just fell into it. And really it was something that I've always moved around and especially before covid I would travel a lot and it was like, you know, just having to make money here and there and try and figure it out. But now I've actually just built something for myself that I can move anywhere and move around whenever I want to and not have to feel tied down to a typical nine to five. And yes, that's where I started. That's awesome. So I guess with a lot of business stories that I hear, it all kind of comes from COVID where something happens and then you end up Mm. in this exciting new chapter that probably might or might not have happened if COVID didn't happen. It might have happened way later, hey? Yeah, I definitely was looking at um, other things. I just, for years, I've never been able to make a decision. I've always just had really awesome business ideas, but not knowing how to execute it. And now knowing that you can literally do whatever you want and like there is no limits to what you want to do. It's like, if you Mm want to do something, just go and do it because I mean, if it fails, it's just a lesson. Like it's just like you teaching teaching you something. So that's the way I look at it. Exactly. And I guess all day you now get to listen to really awesome podcasts. Yeah, and, learning yeah. something new every day. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So when you first built your brand, what was your strategy going into business? Because obviously it just kind of happened naturally, mm. but were you just winging it or did you have a, a vision for what you wanted to create for the future as well? Oh, honestly, at the start, it was totally winging it. Um, I, When I first started, I was doing just subcontracting work um, as a VA. So I, the eco assistant came from wanting to work with brands that were had, you know, an eco-friendly um, vision in their business and thought that's the way, you know, they're the people that I want to work with. That's what makes me happy. That's what, you know, makes me feel passionate and things like that. But then I started working with those people and I was like, this isn't where I feel like I want to be. This is not, it's not hitting the mark for me. Um, And then 
as I said, when I went to podcast stuff, I was kind of like, it's not really about their eco, you know, footprint. It's about my own and I'm happy to keep eco in there and, and just change that meaning for me. Um, but yeah, I, I honestly had to DIY wing it to figure it out. And that's, I mean, that's how we, we connected because yeah. I reached out to you and was like, can you help me? And it's just one of those things where I haven't had the chance to invest in that at the moment, but it's so on my mind and I so want to like rebrand and have everything just like squeaky clean and, and super clear. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you've done so well, just as you say, if you're just winging it, because I love every time you do a post and you've got all your email marketing happening and I just, it's, it's really clear that you know what you're doing and you know who your target audience is. So I think it's, it is super cool, but also it's just, it's good for people to relate to because when you're first starting out in business, you obviously don't have the money to do a lot of things and you're just kind of figuring it out. And even with your ideal clients trying to figure that out and like your brand values of wanting to be eco-friendly and sustainable and, and maintaining that, but realizing that you don't have to work with people who are a hundred percent, you know, on that wavelength. So it's, um, it's all about just learning as you go, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. And I am, I mean, I do have one, uh, podcast, uh, the, a client that a podcast client that is a vegan, it's called vegan diaries. So I feel like I get my fix of the, that side of things through that. And I mean, you know, I just do what I do, but you're right. I, feel like I do now know my target audience I really do um understand their pain points and I love working with the people that I work with and I feel like I found my groove in the type of people that I'm working with and I get to choose who I get to work with now which is so nice and if it doesn't feel good then it doesn't happen you know yeah and that's the good thing isn't it being able to choose who you work with and I think with what you're saying in terms of niching as well a lot of people get caught up in the niching and oh I have to work with a certain certain people in a certain category or whatever it is but um at the same time it's good to have variety and especially for you hearing conversations about all different things I'm sure would be really interesting every day to have a different kind of conversation and theme going on yeah definitely awesome so let's talk podcasting so why do you think podcasting has become such a booming channel over the last few years I feel like a lot of people have a podcast and a lot of people are raving about the power that it's had for their brand. Mm. I think podcasting is so powerful because it's the only marketing tool that you your your audience can consume while they're doing other things. Like you can absolutely watch a YouTube video in the background of doing things, but if they're showing you something on that screen, you don't know what they well, you don't know what they're showing you. Uh, so podcasting is the only thing you can do while you're folding the laundry or going to the gym or, you know, driving in your car and being able to be talking to someone directly. It's like an intimate conversation. So you just start building like and trust. And when you trust someone, you buy from them. So that's why podcasting has been so powerful for so many people's brands, because before that, you're not really getting to know many people you know their brand and you know what their brand kind of stands for but you don't know the people behind that brand and when you do know that you're like oh my god I love these people and they're so funny or they're so like they say so many inspiring things or Mm. just this yeah just so entertaining and it makes you want to buy from them so much more yeah 100% it's like getting that little sneak peek behind the brand especially if you want to 
work with someone and invest a lot of money in them. It's kind of good to hear their perspectives outside of, you know, just social media or an email, but actually hear them talking about it. Yeah. And then you know that they know that they're they know their shit. They're not yeah. they're not a fraud. <laughs> they're not like, oh, I'll get you, you know. There's so many, there's so many things with especially like service-based businesses for, you know, coaches and things like that, where it's like seems like it's like quick fix making money. And when it comes to that, I instantly don't trust them because I'm like so cynical about it. And I'm like, but how, how do you do that? What's, what's your, what's your magic, you know, method that you're not telling anyone until they jump behind the paywall kind of thing. And when they have a podcast and they're just giving you, you know, snippets of those things, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, it's like mindset tips or, money-making things or, you know, talking about passive income and things like that. It's like, oh, wait, no, they do know what they're talking about. I just have trust issues. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, yeah. And people are becoming a bit more, I think, you know, with the increased amount of touch points that you need before you can kind of convert anyone, everyone's a bit more, um, you know, suspicious of brands and they just want to be able to, you know, sometimes it takes following someone a year or two before you end up working with them and listening to their podcast. Like I've definitely had people that I've bought from. It's taken me a couple of years of just knowing them, getting to know their style before actually um, buying from them. So it's just putting content out there and, and really building that trust. Right. Yeah. And when you like, I feel like when you like the person as well as, you know, the trust thing, but when you like the person, you're going to like that brand and you're going to follow it and recommend it to people. And podcasting is a great thing because a lot of the time, Yes, you can market the crap out of it, but unless you have a massive marketing budget, it might not be the way to go. But a lot of podcasting mm. is word of mouth. It's like sharing it with a friend, like, oh, hey, I listened to this episode. It'd be so great. Or, you know, people share it on their Instagram stories or tag their friend in one of their posts to say, like, you know, these people have really great content. So um, having that where you actually do start to like that person is awesome. Yeah, yeah, so cool. Yeah. So what kind of brands do you think benefit most from using a podcast as a content channel and what kind of goals can businesses achieve through podcasting? Yeah. So through goals, uh, definitely becoming the expert in your field and people coming to you directly for that. So your podcast is about branding. People are going to come to you directly for branding and because they know you know what you're talking about. As I said before, that it builds the trust in that person and they know that they can come to you and be like, okay, I need to find an episode about copywriting and why it's important for me to have the right copywriting or tips for copywriting or SEO or whatever. And they're going to go, I'm going to go to brand chats because they know what they're talking about. So building, building that trust and stuff like that. The other thing is monetization. So a lot of times people think monetization is just sponsorship where it doesn't need to be um you're getting that new you know getting those new clients that align with your business because they clearly align with you um and then you're also meeting people and having conversations that you wouldn't normally be having so me and you sitting here right now yes you we've we've had conversations about branding because I've come to you as a service yes you've had conversations with me about podcasting because you've come to me as a service but if we hadn't have done those things, we would never be having this conversation if it wasn't for this podcast. So we're having these conversations and then every time I think of branding, I'm going to think of you. 
every time you think of podcasting, you're going to think of me. So it's like building connections where in an online world where we probably wouldn't be having those connections. Um, and then in terms of product brands, the Shake It Up podcast by Mr. Consistent. Have you heard of that one? No, I haven't. So they are super cool because they, Mr. Consistent is obviously the uh, cocktail mixes and you think what the bloody hell are they going to talk about right who's mm. who's going to go to them and be like why do they uh, first of all I was like why do they have a podcast and then I looked into it and I was like that is amazing because they're just really building that like know and trust in people to be like we're cool we're like you know we're 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 talking to all these kind of people that are cool and they talk about culture business and lifestyle so they're all over it. Their, their marketing is like the best. I love their stuff. They've always got good stuff. So it's like, well, yep, I would go to them because they know what they're talking about. Um, and then in terms of service-based businesses, I actually took two examples from two of my clients. So you know Nicole with Take Nicole, take Control with Nicole. Uh, her business is about helping people create ease in their world. Uh, but she's also known for being the queen of ClickUp. And if anyone doesn't know what ClickUp is, it is a project management system similar to Asana or Monday.com or anything like that. And But it has so much capability. So Nicole helps people with through that. So that's her business. But her podcast is like a holistic approach to business. So she takes, you know, she has people on that help create, create ease in their world. So it doesn't have to be about processes and systems, but she relates everything they're talking about to a process or to a system or how they work their business and how it can link in to the holistic approach to business. So love what she does because she's in such a zone of genius and she brings on people that aren't her zone of genius, but she's always learning something new. She's all, I mean, I'm always learning something new by listening and, you know, editing her podcasts and stuff like that. So that's awesome. And then the other one I thought was uh, Mia, who's on the she, Do- she Dreams All Day podcast. She helps business owners that are introverts be able to business or people that are introverted start businesses. So the people that she gets onto her show come on and they all have businesses and they are all introverted. So it's talking about like how they, you know, manage that in their own businesses, what they do to combat that, what they do for other people, how they work, you know, mindset, all of those things. But it's not just about what she does for people. So I think in all of it, it's looking at a holistic approach of the brand and like what do we want to be known for and what can we give to someone that we can give to them in the form of having a conversation. Mm, love it. And I guess it's like we said before, defining your area of expertise and what you want to be known for and not having to go so niche on the conversation, but keeping it broad in terms of what you want to be known for. And yeah. I know when we were chatting, one of the first questions you asked me was, what is your goal? And I guess it all sparks back to that, right? Having a goal and then what kind of conversations and content through podcasting can support that. Mm. And it sounds like Anyone in any industry can come up with a cool idea if yeah. the cocktail brand I is. Mean, <laughs> totally. Yeah, exactly. I think if you've got the thing, the thing is you've got to know like who you're talking to and 
you think about the cocktail mixes, it's like probably their their target audience is, I don't know, I'm not, I'm just assuming maybe like 18 to 40 or something or 45 or whatever. That audience is probably listening to podcasts as well. So why not just cross that over and see if it works? And the thing is with podcasting, you don't have to do it forever. You can jump in, see if it works, see how it goes, stay consistent. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, you've, cool, okay, well, move on to the next thing. But it doesn't mean, you know, it's always and forever. You can do it mm. in seasons. You don't have to go forever. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Like with any content creation, you don't have to do it forever. It's it's funny yeah. what you enjoy. And if talking's that, then why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> awesome. Yeah, I speak to a lot of business owners who are scared to create podcasts because mm. there's, you know, this idea that it's there's a lot of tech involved and there's a lot of time involved. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk me through that and any other barriers that people have in terms of creating their own podcast and whether it's kind of a myth <laughs> that it is too hard or whether um, it is a lot of time for people to consider? Yeah, I think tech and time are definitely barriers. Uh, self-doubt is another big one. Um, yes. In terms of tech, it is actually easier than you would expect. Right now I am recording on my phone. I am recording with old Apple headphones only on my phone because I wouldn't, didn't have the jack to go into my computer. But you don't need crazy amount of tech. So the top three things that I would say to get would be headphones, a microphone, and the recording software that you're going to use. In saying that, we're using Zoom right now. So it doesn't have to be any fancy, expensive thing. You can use what you have at home. You can bootleg it to get started. And then if it's going well and you feel like, oh, I really want to up my game, then you can go out and get some things to make it, you know, make those improvements. But if you just want to start it and start it, absolutely go for it. The tech doesn't need to be anything crazy. Yeah, and I think we're used to... Well, I'm used to listening to podcasts, especially over COVID, and there's like a dog or a baby in the background. It's just kind of normal now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I I have one of my clients, and she has a she lives by a train, and so I'm always trying to you know cut that out in the background. But it's like, I mean, we're all just living life, you know. We've got to we've got to you know people have dogs around, people have babies around, people have trains by their house, or you know you can't help those things. So just roll with it. It's so fine, and as you said, no one no one cares. In terms of time, knowing like you don't have to record it every week. You don't have to have, as we said before, we don't have to do something that's, you know, forever. It just has to be consistent. So whether that is, you know, you have the time to do it weekly or you have the time to do it fortnightly or you record, I don't know, two episodes a day for a whole week or whatever, batch recorded out so that you don't have to do it for the whole season and you do 10 episodes in that season, like do what makes it easy for you. You don't have to do it every, you know, every week on a Wednesday because things come up. If you've got guests on, they sometimes have to cancel. Shit happens. It's just is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And once the episode's done, in terms of pushing it out, marketing content. So I know in our strategy session we talked about repurposing content Mm -hmm. and I guess business owners they have to think about 
you know, marketing their services as well as their personal brand and now the podcast. So what are your tips on helping them streamline that a bit more through repurposing content from each episode? Yeah. So I actually, (laughs) I saw something a while ago and it was like every podcast should produce 10 pieces of content. And I was like, who has time for that? That's a freaking lot. Like that's a lot. But the one thing that you can do is structure in your, like in your, in your marketing strategy, structure your podcast as your long form content and all of the things in that you can, you know, say, say if it's like the five tips for copywriting your, your website, you can then use those five things. That's five posts right there six posts just to put, you know, put something out there as well for it. But I do recommend just jumping on like three, maybe three outlets. So either, you know, Instagram, LinkedIn, and I don't know, TikTok. It depends where your audience is. Go where your audience will be and then repurpose from there. So you've already made that long form content, make the short form content. So you can make a blog, you can do YouTube, whatever works for you, but it's going to be wherever your audience is sitting already so that you're not wasting your time on that. And in saying that, you can put the same thing out that you put on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, or you can change it up slightly, but there's audiograms you can put on there. You can put them on the stories. You can put them, oh my God, so many places. But the other thing is having your guests, sharing all those things with your guests for them to share as well. It's super important because you're already making that content and you're just making it easy for them to share it for you and and get the word out from there. So there's so many things you can do. Yeah, and I think this is something we talked about as well because a lot of podcasts that I find is because I'm listening to podcasts and that person interviews the other person and then I'm like, oh, that other person has a podcast. That was an interesting topic. I might go listen to that one. And then you end up in like, a big circle and then that and then that person ends up yeah and it's just a whole thing yeah so um yeah I guess that speaks to the power of having people share it for you tapping into their audience yeah and expanding your network and industry knowledge outside of your network yeah definitely and I think also another thing is when you start a podcast also try and be a guest on other people's podcasts as well so that you can get used to that process of talking to someone else and you can then, you know, you do like a, a podcast exchange or something, you know, so you come on yeah. to mine, I'll come on to yours. We'll talk about similar things, but maybe we'll just tweak it in different ways so that, you know, both of our listeners get what they need out of it. So something I ask all of my guests is what are your favorite brands at the moment, classic favorites or up and coming brands that you think are killing it? Okay. I've got two. I mean, we, we spoke about this the other day, uh, talking about branding and I know that we both love this, but go-to skincare. Yeah. They always kill it. I like yeah. still stay subscribed to them just to get their emails because it always makes me laugh. I always buy their products and it's because they've made it so comfortable and so easy and the product is really good. So it's like you, you, you're, not, you're not just like shit talking and saying like, we're the greatest. No, you actually are. You're really good. And the price point is amazing. And even when she put up her prices, I was like, yes, go girl. Like amazing. You're killing it. That's not, it's not like, oh, it's out of my, you know, price range right now or whatever. It's like, no, you deserve that. Go good on you. 
Um, but one that's just been released that I'm so excited about and I'm so excited to see where it goes. But uh, Abby Chatfield's uh, just released a uh, clothing line called Verbose the Label. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that um, come out last week. It looks so cool. Yeah, so the amazing thing about it and the thing that I love about it and I'm like I already went on the website today was it's super inclusive. It has 11 sizes on there and you shop by your size. So you go on to the tab, like the uh, the, with the tabs and you pick what size you are and you shop from that section rather than looking at different models in different sizes you go in and actually, so I went into the 12 to 12 and 14 and there was a model that was in a size 12 and 14. So it shows it in different angles. It doesn't show it just like in the most flattering angles. It shows it in all of the angles. So you can actually see what it's going to look like on your body type or a similar body type to you. Yeah. Wow. And, oh my God. It's just like, there's, there's, there's really not a lot out there like that. And I always watch a lot of, uh, you know, I'm obsessed with TikToks, love it. And I watched one just before and she said, if you're launching a, a clothing line or a beauty line uh, at the moment, your unique selling proposition should be inclusiveness. Like mm. it's sh- it, like there shouldn't be any excuse not to be. So yeah. for her to do that so effortlessly on her first launch, I'm like, hell yeah, go girl, you're going to kill this. Like, and apparently it's almost all sold out. So that's awesome. So good wow. on her. Yeah, I mean, she's killing it in everything. She's everywhere. <laughs> Being an ambassador for lots of brands that are trying to promote um, positive body image and everything. But that sounds like such a cool concept where they've like, she's obviously addressed a huge problem in the industry. Totally. Where, you know, you're right. Some brands, they've got maybe two different models but what about the people in between yeah (laughs) people above that so yeah exactly um, like you go into some brands and it's like it's great that they have you know a size maybe a size eight or size six and then they have a size 12 or 14 or a 16 or something like that but then you're like okay well I'm a medium what does that look like on my body type I don't even know what that looks like and I think it's awesome and I love when I see how it looks on a size six and a size 16 but as you said, like mm. there's there's people in every every size in between there. So how is it going to look on body types like that? So I think she's done a really, really great job of that. Um, it's only a small line at the moment, but I can see it growing and I can see it doing really well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that one and um, go to as well. I know we were saying it's just, I think it's their copywriting and just the way they can connect with people is awesome. So I wonder... Do they have a podcast? I wonder if they'll they'll end up doing a podcast. Too. I don't think so. I know Zoe, Zoe Foster Blake has definitely been on podcasts, and I think yeah. I don't know if they would, but I think they would be a good one to go like to go to. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know what else you're working on at the moment and how people can find you. Honestly, at the moment, I am working on getting overseas. We're heading to Bali for the next three months. So honestly, just figuring out. Um, how I'm Bali proofing my business. I will still be, I'll still be working. I'm going to take a couple of weeks off um, and then I'll definitely be just restructuring my working week. So honestly, that has been my main focus at the moment. Uh, Yeah. In the meantime, it's just like helping uh, the 
badass women that I have in my circle, helping them with their podcasts and, and really getting their name out. And I love, I love, I love podcasting because you can exchange so much in that. Like this, like just before I was like, Oh, it's, it's just like, it's a constant collab in my mind. It's like, this person would be good with this because of this. Like I literally thought like I'll talk to you offline about it, but I literally was talking to someone today in a community that I was in and she was talking about uh, branding and stuff like that. And, and, and I was like, Oh, I wonder if she'd be good on Darby's podcast. And like, like literally just like thinking about all of those kind of things. So it's like constantly thinking about the collabs. So that's all I'm doing at the moment. But um, yeah, Bali's in my mind. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you're just always ticking about who would be good for what podcast. Yeah, always. <laughs> and obviously I'd definitely recommend a launch session with Cass if you are thinking about launching a podcast. I know a lot of people that think about it, procrastinate. So just mm-hmm. jump on and have a strategy session with her because, yeah, it's it's so good to just get clarity from someone who knows what they're doing because it is overwhelming. I mean, there's lots to think about, but after chatting to you, it, it yeah, it was it wasn't as scary. <laughs> so I'll pop the links to that and everything else that you do in the show notes below. Oh, but you. I'll stay tuned to what you're up to in Bali and be super jealous. <laughs> and I'm I'm sure we'll chat soon. Yeah, awesome. And if you if anyone's listening and wants to follow along on the Bali adventures, I'm on Instagram at ecoassistant. Awesome. Thanks, Kath. No worries. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Brand Chat. If you love today's chat, come and join the conversation on Instagram at Darby Linden, leave a review and hit subscribe. Thanks again and I'll see you next week.